Welcome to the Nitro Nerdboot Podcast. I'm your host, Wes. And I'm Marvin. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We're likely to geek out about something. We do have a great pod in store for you all today. But first, we just wanted to address, uh, first of all, no Stephen, no Michael. Um, Secondly, um, this is our first all-remote podcast in that, you know, me and Marvin are not face-to-face with each other as we're recording this. Yeah. And that, of course, is due to uh, a lockdown that is in place. Uh, me and Marvin are in California, where there's a lockdown all throughout the state. So we're recording this um, apart from each other and doing our part to do the whole social distancing, reducing the spread of this you know, uh, virus that is going around. And... Um, we just wanted to do our part in uh, pushing out that content like so many other content providers are doing and just to give you guys a little distraction and some entertainment from the mundane day-to-day things that you're doing or if you're just simply cooped up at home like we are. Yeah. And yeah, ultimately, like, I, uh, it, this is a tough time for, for everyone in the, in the world, actually, yeah. And so, like, do please do your part. Please stay at home. Please uh, try to avoid it. Take this seriously because a lot of people's lives are affected. And, um, you know, at the same time, I hope you enjoy uh, the, 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 entertain, the smaller entertainment, like such as our podcast or other podcasts or other TV shows out there because ultimately the, those are the things that will probably help keep us all sane and everything. But, yeah, but we're yeah. doing this for you. Of course. It's all about the fans, right? All, about the all fans. of you, all of you yeah. listeners out there, you countless listeners, you in multitudes. Anyways, <laughs> firstly, uh, oh yeah, and of course, as always with the Natural Brew Podcast, now is the time that we'll get this brew started. So, mm-hmm. firstly, unfortunately, movies have been postponed, and amongst those, some of the bigger titles that Marvin and I like are Black Widow. Quiet Place Part 2, New Mutants, James Bond, Mulan, and a couple of, uh, what is it, uh, uh, maybe ones that you haven't heard of, but Spiral and Antlers are some movies that I'm bummed about being delayed. Right. And like, and again, these movies are postponed because, well, rightfully so, because these studios, they don't want to lose money since movie theaters are shut down. If, they have, if they're not shut down, they, they should be shut down right now, but uh, yeah, they're going to lose a lot of money, which is okay uh, right now. There's still a lot of other content that we can um, we can watch on Netflix or other streaming services. But it is still a bummer to kind of to know that Black Widow, especially at least for me, it's it's postponed because it's been a, it's been a long while since we got a Marvel movie. We what, what's the last time? Like Spider Man, right? Spider Man: Far From Home was the last one. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, and Black man, Widow, like, I think, I feel like we've been bringing up Black Widow on the podcast, like, consecutively, consecutively, it's also because like, every time. Yeah, and it's also because there's nothing else to talk about. Not even Marvel uh, shows, TV shows. There's not, there hasn't been anything since Spider-Man. Um, well, Hulu, uh, Hulu had Runaways, but, like, that's, that's only if you watch the first couple of seasons. But, yeah, the, Which the Black Widow one. Which is also now canceled, right? Yeah, also now canceled after yeah. the, the merger. But yeah, it, it just sucks to 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 hear that Black Widow has been postponed, especially after know, seeing not the, my Scarlet, the trailer. My Scarlett Johansson, right, I have to dude. wait to see you again. No. 
and um also new mutants i mean that's something like i don't know how you massive delays uh we were kind of talking about this before but new mutants was supposed to come out like several years ago and it's still being (laughs) delayed it's delayed again it's like the third fourth i don't know i don't even know how many times it's been delayed yeah i mean and if you haven't heard yeah new mutants was also rewritten reshot like re, like I don't know, reform it, all the re's that you can that you can uh, possibly imagine. <laughs> Rebooted, somehow, even though it hasn't come out yet. Yeah, recasted, re. maybe I don't know. But at the end of the day, like they still decided, okay, we got, we still got to push this out. And then this whole coronavirus thing happened, and now that the release date is is even pushed back. So uh, that's very unfortunate for for that movie. But yeah. I mean, are you even disappointed in that though? For the new mutants, like I, I don't have high hopes for movies where I hear that they've done a lot of re things to it, rewritten, reshot. Like that doesn't bode well for this end product. However, because sure. it is a new mutants, we get to see a whole new batch of mutants on screen that we have not necessarily seen before. I that's what gets me pumped for it. But how do you feel that it's not necessarily part of? Not even well. I don't even know if it's part of the, the the X Men, the Fox X Men with James McAvoy and stuff. Do, do we know that? I have not read anything. Nobody has ever told me about it either. That it's not, or that it is connected to any of the X Men movies. Yeah, like, would I mean, you yeah, be, so... like? Would you like it if it it was connected to like Deadpool only and not like the greater X Men? As of right now, no. I think I'm okay with it being a standalone. I, I think I'd want them to be a standalone, but I, I just hope that they, it's good enough to be a standalone. Like that, that's my main worry because ultimately, um, as we develop all these, these, you know, multiverse connections or whatever, like I want, I want there to still be standalone movies, but still kind of connect to the main universe. But like my worry with this one is that they're gonna. They're they're not going to do either. Uh, they're neither going to do. They're neither going to connect to the universe or be a good standalone film. So that's my my main worry. Uh, yeah, which is uh, reasonable. Um, I I would like this to be a standalone. Actually, myself. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, I think that also. I, I guess to add to your point, if this standalone movie is good and it succeeds, gets a good bo- box office or whatever, then. Not all superhero movies need to be connected. And I, I like to see, you know, smaller movies, I guess, like, go the route of, like, a kick-ass, where it's, like, kind of contained. It doesn't, it's not a sprawling universe, but those are enjoyable, like, movies by themselves. Right, right. But, yeah, um, I mean, ultimately, like, it's still, still, I think I'm eventually going to watch it. Maybe not in theaters, but, I mean, it's still X-Men related somewhat, but I, I just... I just I'm just hoping for a good story. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Maybe this um, whole um, stay at home sheltering thing kind of garners like excitement for all of these movies that they would not have had if they had come out at their normal <laughs> release times. You know. So basically, we we might just be hyped enough to just even watch any movie in the theater. <laughs> that we're gonna be like, yeah, New Mutants. I want to watch it right now. I want to watch it again. Yeah, exactly, right? So, like, we're just scooped up at home. We're just stewing in our own excitement. So by the time that the theaters go, oh, you know what? It's safe to come back in. Then everybody would be like, yes, buy me two tickets (laughs) 
for just me. <laughs> just, just cause. <laughs> yeah, just cause. I hope so. I mean, Charge I mean, there's me also double, gonna be please. other movies. <laughs> like, uh, what's it? What's another movie? Uh, uh, Mulan. Mulan's gonna be another one. That's, oh yeah, that's a huge money maker. Yeah, especially and one, it's, it's a Disney well, movie. Second, it's a departure from like the classic, uh, like a musical live action Disney. And then three, it like appeals to China, obviously. And China in itself is like a huge part of the global box office. So I think that one, right. if, if conditions around it in the world are right, then that one has the potential to be super huge. Exactly. And like, I, I was actually looking forward to this Mulan movie, but um, I guess to me, like, I, I like it that they're kind of straying away from, from the original cartoon version. Um, I don't, I don't really want it to be exactly the same. Like Aladdin was pretty much the same. Lion King was pretty much the same, uh, which ended up fine because I, I guess I'm just because I'm a Disney fan. But I, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't not like it if they ended up kind of like straying away, kind of making more serious, like kind of like more of a uh, a Mulan centric and not just like a Disney like musical centric movie. Yeah. So I was excited for that, and that, that was a bummer that. That, that that got pushed back also. Yeah, like I was excited for all the people that are in it too. Like Donnie Yen is in it. Um, dang, it. there's there's another like big name that I'm I'm definitely forgetting. But I'm just thinking back <laughs> on all the people that I've seen attend its premiere. So that's unfortunate. Like there was a premiere for Mulan, but the like the greater audience has not yet seen it. Um, right, right. But and yeah. it looks really epic too. The trailer. Thanks. And because like we've we knew Mulan growing up as kids, and then now we're adults. Like I don't know about you, but for me personally, I am a fan of like documentary like pieces, or, like period pieces. So if this Mulan touches upon actual um, like history in China, like I would that would appeal mm-hmm. to me also. In addition to it being like a Disney story. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think that's a, I think that'd be a perfect opportunity to do that, and at the same time still give us the 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 ultimate like character of Mulan. Yeah, so. as long as she's there to avenge not avenge but to represent her family, then that's that's the story I want. Oh she she, she saves China. That's that's all that's all oh, it yeah. takes. Mm-hmm. Um and just to well, touch what about on... like oh. go ahead. Yeah. Well, what about uh what are the other ones? Spiral, I think. Um what what's a what is that about? Right, yeah. We have I added a few movies to this list just in case people didn't know about it. Um, so Spiral is actually how it's tagged is Spiral from the Book of Saw. So it's going to be an addition to the Saw series, the horror gore oh. fest of a movie. Um, and then in Spiral, it, actually, uh, Chris Rock is going to be the lead. So this is like a spinoff of Saw. I think so. I think so. But it's not a continuation of what we already saw. Like I, I haven't seen <laughs> No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen this movie that I am about to reference, but I believe it'll be like a Hobbs and Shaw to the Fast and Furious seasons, like movies. Oh okay. I, I can see that. I I'm looking at the at the um the the page for that or IMDB. I just looked up spiral. Uh, no, I just like the spiral and whatever um, uh, 
description that they have. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it kind of does sound like it. It is kind of like a Hobson shot to a Fast and Furious. Like I, which I really is hope cool. that it's good because um, I am a fan of Chris Rock as a uh, stand-up comic. Yeah. And you know, yeah. Chris Rock is not only going to be in this new Spiral movie, but he's also going to be one of the leads in the upcoming season of Fargo. And he seems to have like a very serious role, not comedic at all. Well, isn't Fargo kind of com- comedy? You know, I haven't seen it, but I always looked at upon it as if it was like a very serious drama thing. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah, how do you feel about that? That Chris Rock is actually going to be, um, you know, be the main for for these. I, I mean, if I trust television creators nowadays that if they're going with this kind of out of left field kind of casting that there's something special about it not only uh is it like a surprise to us that they're cast but i think it'll be a surprisingly good performance maybe this will go the way of like uncut gems and adam sandler's performance yeah like it's it's hard to kind of uh envision there's certain actors that like you can't really envision them in any other genre, but the, you know the, the the typical genre like Chris Rock and Adam Sandler, they're almost always comedy. But you you know that they're more than capable of doing other things. But it's really hard to not see them in like in a comedic role. Like if you were if you were an actor, if you were uh, an actor like that, like what what's your typical? What would be the the genre, the movie genre that you'd want to be known for? So your question is if if I were if I were known to be an actor for a specific genre. What genre? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I actually, this is something that I, I've thought about recently. But if I could be typecast oh, yeah? into a, a movie type, I would be a, a, in romantic comedies. I think that would be really fun. i just get paired up next to, like, really beautiful ladies. So, like, I could be, like, the next Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, that would be me. All I got to do is uh, come up with, like, a new catchphrase. It's like, Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> what about you? What, what kind of movie genre what would you be in? Uh, I think I'd also want to be in just regular comedy. Regular comedy genre. Like, not necessarily romantic, but, like, even, like, the... Going back to Adam Sandler and, like, how he has his own posse of... Um, of <laughs> people that always do cameos in every single movies. They, they do cameos for each other's movies. And like, I can be like the Rob Schneider type where like, I can just pop out of nowhere, make, have that one liner. Like out of nowhere, there's this voice from a crowd of people and uh, he just makes like a, a really funny, stupid comment. But it's like, it just makes it, makes that scene even better. <laughs> you know? And I, I feel like I can be that person. This is your, your vision of like your Marvin yeah. expanded universe <laughs> movies. <laughs> yeah. So basically, you want to be Matthew McConaughey. I want to be Rob Schneider. <laughs> oh, so like in your series of movies, you're going to be like the the Nick Fury. You're like the connective tissue between all of them. <laughs> you just get like the one role from time sure. to time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. That'd be that'd be really funny. Yeah. I think we can make this happen. I think romantic comedies have died down. Like, when's the last time you've seen like a, yeah. a Ryan Gosling type person just like cry in the rain? You know, I can do that. That's what well, I'm telling you. That's what I'm telling everybody out there. I can do that. I can be that person for you. Well, well, those are just romantic movies. They're not really rom-coms anymore. Like, yeah, I don't know the last time I saw a rom-com. Actually, oh, uh, I recently watched uh, the To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Oh, okay. The second one. Yeah, the Netflix, Netflix movie. Lana Condor. 
Uh, that's that's yeah, that's a that's a rom com, right? That's considered. A I haven't right? seen it to be honest, but I can look it up. Oh. Well, I, I think I think I think it's a rom com. It's definitely ro- romance, and uh, it has some funny parts about it. Definitely on the on the lighter side. So yeah, I think it's a rom com. Okay. So yeah, I've watched that, but other than that, like, there's no like, there hasn't been that that iconic. Like fifty first days. I know. See, or, there's nothing for uh, how to how to lose a guy. In like 10 for the days. next like batch, the next generation of movies that came after the McConaughey Renaissance, like the romantic com- comedy side. Like there hasn't been anything anything that sticks out to me like that. I think yeah. it needs to come back. I mean, why do you think that is? I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe people in this generation are just not that romantic anymore. I mean, <laughs> if you look at the news from time to time, yeah, it seems that way. <laughs> Sorry, millennials are a little <laughs> dropping the ball right here. Um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, I hope that they bring it back. Yeah, and, um, let's be a part of it. And you can put Marvin in there as a comedy <laughs> side, just with the one line. Well, I yeah. sh- ship it, ship it, fans, and tell tell Hollywood what's up. <laughs> Twitter it, Adam. So, uh, what, what's it, what's another movie? What, what is? Antlers oh, okay, about? yeah, Antlers, the last one that I put on the list. Uh, a little synopsis for you. Antlers is going to be a horror thriller. I'm going to guess like a gory movie because uh, it's about this boy who has this creature. <laughs> no, the boy doesn't have antlers. The, the boy is regular oh. that I know of, uh, according to the trailers. But the boy is in a house by himself, but he takes care of this creature and he like feeds it uh, like, I don't know, like dead things. But one day it escapes. And then Ooh. it terrorizes this town. And it has antlers, supposedly. Antlers. That's where the antlers Ooh. come to, not the boys' antlers. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that sounds like a... A reindeer yeah, terrorizes the town. That actually got me curious. Because <laughs> the whole town is on Santa's naughty list. So therefore, <laughs> antlers is about Rudolph. And he just goes rogue oh. after he gets um, chronic wasting disease. <laughs> And then, and then the kid is actually um, Santa Claus's son. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I would not be mad at that. I would not scary. be mad at that. If they did that in this movie <laughs> and we called it, I'd be very proud. <laughs> but it looks really good. Carrie Russell's in it. This movie is produced by Guillermo del Toro. So it's, I, 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 I think it's in good hands. Is... So I mean, does that mean that Steven's gonna watch this one because he he's a big fan of Shape of Water? Right? <laughs> of all people, Steven is the least likely to be a fan <laughs> of of this movie. But I hope, well, if he were to have listened to my little synopsis, I hope that it's like intriguing to him. Hopefully, he enjoyed other of Guillermo del Toro's movies. Wait, is he known for scary stuff? Um, I think he's. I think he is, I, uh, by this point. I think this is a really good like topic to debate. But I, I would say that Guillermo del Toro, he's, his genre is like spooky, uh, in a little bit more dark than Tim Burton, if you know what I mean. So just more weird. A little weird. Like it's border, it's borderline scary, but it's more like, un- I, 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 I get what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> I guess yeah. there's, there's the dark side in him when it comes to his movies. Which I I thoroughly enjoy, um, but so even though these movies are postponed, that in itself is a is a cold coffee for sure. 
but our excitement for it is oh, definitely yeah. Yeah. I'm hot coffee I'm excited for these movies yeah and I mean looking forward like I, I wonder how because they're going to probably push this back to well it's not even known when, when the, the lockdown is going to be released but like then they're going to push back all these releases and then in which case then other releases are probably going to be pushed back so I don't know how this is going to affect oh, all the release you know, dates the, Move, yeah, movies down the line. Oh man, just think so, about. Ho- hopefully not. Just, I, I wonder, like, how the you know twenty twenty one Oscars are going to be, just because like we're going to have seen so many movies like in such a condensed in yeah a short amount like of part of the year. Yeah. That'll be interesting. But uh, because oh, yeah, yeah. we're movie fans, I'm hoping that we'll be able to like pool together our free time to like watch these movies somehow as they come out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, speaking of pool, um, well done. <laughs> the, 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 the next topic that that we we had in mind was uh, regarding Deadpool, and I guess it's been kind of out there that uh, Deadpool is going to have a soft reboot as it's being introduced into the MCU. Um, you know, how do you feel oh, yeah. about that? Um, I have mixed feelings about this news. Um, so, like, basically what me and Marvin are doing, we're just extrapolating what this headline is. There aren't a lot of details behind this. It's still just a rumor that there'll be a soft reboot. But from the speculation that I can consider, Ryan Reynolds will basically be, like, the one constant of all three Deadpool movies, so to speak. But going into the MCU, his purpose there will be different. And it, it won't like I don't know what. So basically, no, no, uh, no, de- no, no cable, no Colossus, none of that, or and it's just literally just Ryan Reynolds, and the fact that we we know that he went through, we know his backstory, but like we, it's not going to essentially be the same backstory that we saw. <sighs> okay, you know what? Movies. Let's let's play a game with this. So let's say that you know we're Fox Disney or wh- whatever it is now. It's like. If, if the two of us had the power to keep or eliminate things going into the next movie, what absolutely cannot be changed? Like Ryan Reynolds, we need him. He made Deadpool. He released it illegally and then everybody loved it online. So you got to keep him. Can't, do we keep, you know, Vanessa? Do we mm-hmm. like that love story? That's a good question. I mean, I th- I think I'd actually be okay if they don't if they don't keep Vanessa and they don't keep really? any other characters, and then like, well, I, I mean, I wouldn't prefer it, but like, if it if that they did go that route, I wouldn't be I would I would be okay with it, I guess. Like, and then just have like Ryan Reynolds like explain like, okay, well, this you know I did have a girlfriend named Vanessa, but you know what, <laughs> whatever, we're in a different universe now. Just like something silly and stupid, but it's still stays as a character of Deadpool. Okay, I see what you're saying. Um, and, 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 yeah, basically Deadpool is the only character you can do this and, and like, it'll be, everything can be swept yeah, under the rug. Very interesting because you know? Deadpool in number one and two, he's already complaining about the current movie that he's in. So we can definitely see that out of this third one. If he's in a completely, you know, if he's in the MCU now, I think he can just make a, snide comment about that acknowledge it to the fans in the audience and then just move on 
Right. And like, yeah, so ultimately, like, I, I, I would be okay if they just left the first two I movies see, by itself. I was initially shocked that you were just so right. accepting of this, like, total, uh, yeah, total, like, flip the table, let's start fresh. But actually, because... It's only only because it's... One, because Deadpool, it's Deadpool. Yeah. But two, I think it would be kind of an awkward uh, introduction that, like, the first X-Men that we get into the MCU is, like, Colossus and, like, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. You know, because they're um, established as mutants, part of the X-Men. So it's like they bring them there. And then that's like the first people that we see who we're kind of like, it's kind of dropping the ball a little bit. It's like, it's not the, the, the big hitters, you know, it's not a Magneto. It's not Wolverine, you know, it's not, mm-hmm. I, I don't know who else, yeah. Nightcrawler. I'm just naming my favorite people. Um, yeah, I, I can see, I can see. I, I'm just saying that no, I, I agree. I agree. No, yeah, and that that you put up a good point too. Like, and I think that's exactly why they want to do the soft reboot, uh, while at the same time keeping Ryan Reynolds at the very least. And it's just kind of like so it gives Kevin Feige and the MCU their own um, their own sandbox to kind of build their own, you know, X Men from, and not like okay, if we if we bring if we bring Deadpool and you know the the two movies then. Then we already have a Colossus and like, I don't know, it's going to be a little bit harder to intertwine while at the same time, just again, just because Deadpool as, you know, as a character, this is actually not out of his realm of just being like, you know what, I'm starting over, whatever, deal with it. You know, this kind of very, uh, what's that, what's that word? Um, forgot the word I'm looking for. Uh, speaking um, to his just like yeah, carelessness. Or... Fourth wall. He breaks the the, the oh okay yeah the fourth wall yeah that 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 part of his character so yeah. it, it makes sense and so I I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if, if they can tie it together great but if not I, I'm okay with that too because ultimately the one thing that we do want is Ryan Reynolds and to keep his his vulgarness and uh, to keep the goriness of Deadpool uh, but at the same time like it's going to fit into the MCU moving forward. And that's ultimately... Yeah, I think they have enough challenges as it is because people love Deadpool so much. He is a well-known X-Men character. So we have to introduce who the X-Men are into the MCU. You have to introduce this Deadpool who was very gory into like a very family-friendly MCU. So I think they have enough to juggle. They have enough on their plate. (laughs) But as long as you keep Ryan Reynolds... But would you say that this... Would you, would you say that this soft reboot kind of proves that no other X-Men from any other movies will probably be uh, transitioned to MCU? Uh, I don't know if it's an indication, but if you were to ask me, like, do you think that Disney, this is what Disney wants, is, is going to do? I would say, yeah, they're, they're not going to keep anybody. Yeah, this is going to wipe the slate clean. I mean that's that's it is that's rough. rough. You're just gonna shake that etch a sketch, and just you know all the beads will fall away. <laughs> but I don't know. So I guess with all of this that I've expounded upon, I think I'm like a a warm coffee on this. Ryan Reynolds, that's that's good. That's good enough for me. Yeah, I mean I have to agree. It's it's uh, it's neither hot nor cold for me. It's just. It's pleasant coffee. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. It, it, it can go either way. I don't mind. It, just as long as we 
we're getting Ryan Reynolds and just uh, as long as we're progressing with uh with the MCU moving forward with like a Deadpool and working with Ryan Reynolds at all and, like the kind of just we've been asking okay for so, I, so I think well I'm trying to try to uh articulate your rating system maybe this is like a I'm gonna just go to the cafe to just smell not to get any coffee <laughs> That's like your version. Yeah, or and then once you're there, yeah, and then once you're there, it's like, you know what? Maybe maybe okay. I want to get coffee. Decide later. Then, then All right, that's a, this is like a tabling the discussion kind of thing. Yeah. All right. Dep- so yeah. next, um, but weren't any other major headlines that have come out? Obviously, because everything else is just dominated by COVID nineteen stories. But me and Mario wanted to provide you with other entertainment things that we will endorse promote things that we love so we're gonna give you guys some tips on what to watch during lockdown and actually before we even started getting around to this episode and what we we would be talking about unknowingly marvin and i watched like contagion at the movie contagion at exactly the same time yeah and then it was like it wasn't until afterwards where I'm and like, i texted oh, I marvin but i was like I, I just watched it also it was, it was really crazy. <laughs> I think this is, if you haven't watched it already, so, I think this is one that is like freakishly relevant <laughs> to what's happening in the world right now. But yeah, very, very. It's it's a little bit on the extreme side, um, but it's still very, very relevant um, to what's happening so, now. When I say extreme, it's because, I mean, you want to go into be, spoilers for uh, this? Uh, spoilers. Or do you want to go into Yeah, this is spoilers. This movie came out in 2011. And if you haven't seen it by now, I I don't think we're going to spoil anything for you. (laughs) Not not, not really. Yeah. So, yeah, we can, uh, from, if you don't want to, if you want to watch it later, um, skip over. Maybe five to ten minutes. minutes. And then, um, yeah, and then we're going to talk about, a little bit about Contagion. You've been warned. Okay, anyway, spoiler alert and. Three, two, one. Now, spoiler. Um, so, what did you, what did you, what did you think about the, how that's kind of connected to present day um, stuff? Just, oh man, there, there was too many things about this movie. Too many story beats that actually resemble real life. Um, like it, oh, it, it makes personal connection to me because obviously I'm living in the United States. There's a virus that came over, like, over, from overseas, and overseas. it's, like, a fast-spreading virus, and people are still, you know, mm-hmm. unaware of how it spreads, whether it's by air or by contact. Yeah. And then we're just trying to, like, get to the mm-hmm. source, like, how lethal is it? Like, when do we warn people? And also, the, the, the most shocking thing to me was how people reacted in, like, supermarkets or at the pharmacies. Like that, that freaked me out because it was, yeah. that was a little too real for me. Well, yeah. So I think that's where I, I kind of mentioned that it was a little bit on the extreme side because like, I mean, I think it's still possible for a virus like that to spread that quickly, but essentially in the movie, it it would be like what, uh, literally uh, they, they touch each other or like touch a glass and then, then the next person is infected. And then once they're infected, it's within like a day or two, they're like seizing out and, and dying. 
and like it's 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 a really fast spread and it's yeah. really like so in the movie like, um luckily right, yeah. that's not it's the not, case here yeah that's the extreme so. that we mean but like what i said at the top before we got into the spoiler stuff like we're not spoiling it because we're kind of living out these conditions right now so it's not like like a surprise it's right. like oh this exactly. is what the cdc does like this is how people would react because we're actually yeah. seeing it from real time and also what did you think of the movie overall just like a now, I don't want you to give it like a like a definitive score, but did you like it or was it okay? Was it bad? I think I think I liked it. I think I'm a little. I think I was hot coffee on it just because it's. I can definitely okay. relate to it. Like regardless of what the story is, like it it was it's the, very relatable because it's, yeah, like we've been saying, it's it's the relatability factor was right definitely now. like a big um, one for me in watching this. That's what made me. I don't know. Enjoy it. It's it's weird to say that i enjoyed this movie that freaks me out about real life <laughs> but like uh i i just I, yeah. I just wanted to get your thoughts on that because um through watching this movie there wasn't any like predominant one predominant storyline that i really gave a shit about yeah yeah like there was like a lot of minor ones and you're like yeah no is this important is this not important and it really the virus, like, okay, yep. this is the spoilery part, but a cure is found for the virus. And when it is, it's not, like, dramatic. It's not, you know, it's not like a race against the yeah. clock. It just kind of happens. And then the movie, like, slows down. Right. It ends. No, yeah, I totally agree. And that's exactly why I said, like, right now I'm hot coffee in it because it's related a little. But if this wasn't happening and, you know, I couldn't really relate to it, uh, I would this story did not have a good plot because it's essentially, it just focused more on like the reaction of the people. But overall, you can sum it up with there's a virus and then it got cured. That's it. Like there's no like, and it's not the way that they cure the virus. It's not like anything uh, extravagant. It's just the CDC or the people that that were working on it, they found the virus and then they implemented it. That's it. And it's so ultimately like that. That like, was this was like a very expensive um, PSA video, like one that you would watch. Like it's like it's, this is the you know video about viruses, it, which is equivalent to like a sex ed video, which is like outdated. It's on VHS, <laughs> you know. It's like you know just going through these these beats, just explaining to you if this were to happen, this is how the world would go about it what you should do what you shouldn't do that's basically what i took away from it not any like oh no i i really appreciate it oh no okay sorry <laughs> did you hear that by the way oh okay i'm wearing headphones yeah. right now but i got this like emergency alert and it was super loud all right that was annoying but anyways um it was just like a, a psa basically on what to do in case this were to happen so i'm just taking notes <laughs> yeah and yeah, and, and I agree with that. And if anything, I promote that even more because it's more of a PSA. Because yeah, like I feel like there's still some people right now that aren't taking this uh, coronavirus thing seriously. And like, I mean, again, this movie is an extreme depiction of that, but it's still uh, a very similar tra- trajectory when it comes to like you know the spread of it and like the, the process, procedure, and like people working hard on it, and like you know, like the the reaction could be real, you know. So there's there's still a really important message to to. Yeah. And the only thing missing from this movie was um, people's coveting of toilet paper. Like, I where was that in the movie? Like, 
I think they should have predicted that one. <laughs> yeah. They're just I mean, scrambling for toilet paper. Yeah. I mean, realistically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there were yeah people like, were like throwing chairs into glass and, and luckily like, we're not we're not jumping there. over counters to get medicine behind yeah. the you know behind the walls like that part scary. But uh, and I also agree that yeah, going back to what you said about like there's certain side storylines that I felt like didn't need to be there. Like for example, the Jude Law yeah, storyline that got annoying and, after uh, a while. Um, yeah, yeah <laughs> no, I don't know her name. Uh, um, Marion Cotillard. Yeah, Le- Le- Leo's go. wife in Inception. Um, so she had like a backstory with the Chinese and like uh, saving a village, and she got kidnapped. And that was Dude, that really one I didn't understand at all. And, like, yeah, like I didn't really care for that. Like, I mean, I guess like they're trying to cover all grounds of like there's some people that's going to act kind of unrationally and like there's some people that's going to be like Jude Law where they're going to be like I know the answer and you know kind of trying to make it so like oh the government the the people who yeah. the conspiracy Actually, the conspiracy I wanted theorists. to explain that one like, oh, the, the government is so like what that, happens like, is Jude Law is just like this freelance journalist who has a blog and he's trying to he he like makes a hoax that this uh, over-the-counter little uh, like echinacea like droplets that you put in water and drink is like the cure to this vaccine so then because of that blog post he gets put up on Sanjay Gupta alongside like side by side with the head of the CDC I thought that was like the most unrealistic part like that would never happen in real life like they're not gonna like put me and Marvin like next to I, I don't know whoever's the head of uh, the academy to talk about like movies <laughs> it's like what, what like where's the qualification for jude law's character he just like you know his video is like clearly bad badly you know produced and all that yet he's like on national tv promoting this like health cure <laughs> but yeah i mean ultimately like i wait, wait so what's, what's uh, are, the are you looking for a like a number score Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm going to give this one a 55%. Yeah. 55? 55 out of, 5.5 out of 10. Mm. Does that work better? 5.5. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to add uh, 3 to that, <laughs> and that's my score. I'm just kidding. Point uh, 0.3, you mean? <laughs> I, I'd give, I, I'd give Come this... Come on, Marvin. Um, Let's go. I give this a, <laughs> a seven. I give this a seven, just because, like, yeah, like I, again, I, I like it because it's relatable, especially in current times. And but at the same time, like, and I like the actors there. There's a lot of different oh, actors. Yeah, tons. Like Gwyneth Paltrow was in the, was in the trailer, but like she was literally only there. <laughs> I for, thought the like, same the first, thing. Like, five minutes. She, like she dies within and like she 10 died. minutes yeah. after like less than one minute of screen time total. Yeah, and uh, and like Matt Damon, like I, I didn't even, I don't even know, they didn't really explain why he was immune. He just somehow, there's some people who are They didn't make immune a big deal out of that either. I like know. I missed it. I, I, I was paying attention and yet I had to turn to my, uh, my, my friend who was watching with me. I'm like, why is he here? Or why is he touching that? And then 
He was like, oh, he's immune. I'm like, when did they ever discuss that? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's there. Yeah. And and they didn't, like, they didn't, like, play off of that even more. You know, even Matt Damon was even trying. To, he was like, can't you just use my blood and, like, make a cure? And they're like, no. And then that's it. <laughs> they just never touched on anything. And then, so, like, yeah. Well, ultimately, there's other celebrities that are in there, like um, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, you can probably name one, but for me, yeah, I, ultimately the the plot wasn't there, but I like how it's relatable. Okay. All so right, I that's fair. All right, and so Marvin and I also caught up on the second season of the Netflix series You. Mm-hmm. What? Well, what is your initial thoughts on 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 the show itself, Marvin? Well, yeah. So actually, I didn't. I only started watching the 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 whole series. Start from the beginning. Only what less than a week ago, <laughs> so I caught up with both both seasons. Like I, we literally binge watched both seasons, and I there you go a for real binge. Yeah, I liked it. I, I really enjoyed the show a lot, just because it's isn't that like almost twenty hours? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta whisper it. You gotta sure, whisper it. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, like I, <laughs> I, uh, I, wow. really, I really. The, the plot of the story or like just how because like contagion marvin can relate to it because that's how exactly. Marvin and his wife exactly. got together I, I just like to sneak around houses and just focus on one person just kill yep. people if you mm-hmm. have to i've seen it yep. anyways so this how, how how well did this guy do marvin do you think you have any tips on on his behavior yeah i mean he can always improve there's always room for improvement there um there's a lot of. Th- oh, I'm just kidding. But anyway, <laughs> moving forward, wait. Let, let's let's agree. Spoiler alert from anyone. Also, like I know, uh, we we didn't mean to do a bunch of reviews, but since we both recently uh-huh. watched this, um, yeah, let's do a spoiler review, a short review. So if you want to watch the Netflix show, you, um, please skip over the our spoilers for the next five to ten minutes. So, um, okay. And three, two, one, spoiler. Okay. Uh, what? Yes. What did Boom. you think? Wait, what? What did you? He kills everybody. Basically, right, well, not everyone, but you can. You a lot of people. Die. You know that, like, if he begins to interact with them, they're gonna be dead by the end of the season. But right, yeah. So, like, season you season two. Uh, I mean, you saw both back to back relatively quickly. Mm-hmm. I saw them like, you yeah, know, at, at an easy pace. Yeah, but um, I, would you agree that season two? Is better than season one. Better, uh, yes. I just because of the last few episodes of season two. Okay. Um, yeah, like you, like I, I thought going into it that season two is going to rely on a lot of things from season one, like because they were bringing Beck back, Beck back in a lot of like flashbacks or like his his traumatic memory. Um, his his previous ex Candace was coming in and out a lot, so all right, we're gonna like uh, flash back to like New York stuff a lot. But this season two takes on a life of its own with like characters that are like fully developed, people that you actually like invest like your emotions into. Um, and it was like really compelling for what was happening in LA, rather than like all all the past baggage that he that I thought that he would have. Yeah, and and like. What I, what I feel like is, because uh, because yeah, going into the second season, like I 
I thought like, okay, they're going to explain a couple, like, I don't even know how they were going to move on from the first season. And then, then they start going into, okay, he has another, he has another woman he's like set on. And like the first, like what, a couple of episodes, it seemed very like, okay, nothing, nothing too crazy. is happening. Like, yeah, he's doing his stalker creeper deal that he did in the first season. So it's like, nothing's new, you know, until the very, you know, last two, like last few episodes where, like there's a huge twist of like, you know the what's the girl love love is the love, the, the, yeah. the girl he's infatuated the new with. girl yeah and uh, he she's actually as crazy as he is and you know this whole time well maybe not as crazy but she's she's pretty yeah. twisted on in her own sense and um, right yeah the, but she has not done as much oh, twisted no. things as Joe but they both uh, killed from a young age yeah 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 I was gonna say like yeah. they're, they're so I think they're the amount of twistedness that they've done in their lives are the uh, the same, but Joe has just done it more times. Basically killed more uh, times. But I think that makes him a little darker, wouldn't you say? Sure, sure. But like, it's... He it, put a dude in a meat grinder. Uh, yeah. Oh my God, dude. That was like, I was, I felt nauseous. Like They brush that off so, yeah, so easy. So, yeah. They never talk about it again in the Holy show. shit, dude. Yeah, there, there was a part where he kills a, a big dude and it's like episode to, three he has or two pretty much dismember him and get rid of his body and he does so by putting him into meat grinder and you see yeah, like, him at company property limb by limb and like you see just like this meat that just comes out of the meat grinder and it was disgusting oh my god dude sorry listeners if you have like queasy stomachs mm-hmm. but this is a hardcore show. That right there should tell you whether or not yeah. you well, should watch I mean, it. If you're listening to this as a spoiler, that means you've probably already watched it. And you know exactly what scene we're talking about. Yeah. But I mean, all Dude. those all, all those like killing scenes, they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty hard. And like, especially... It's pretty like, gnarly. And especially like the... Almost, almost, almost every episode, at least one person is trapped inside his little glass cage or whatever. And that, that in itself is, is very like high anxiety inducing kind of scenario because like you, you you know you kind of relate to that character that's in that in that that cage and you're just stuck there waiting for this creeper serial killer that's that, that doesn't even try to hide his face to like you know eventually he's gonna kill you luckily like he did he let that jasper guy go no no will sorry will will Bettelheim. Yeah, real will Bel- Bettelheim. he let him go to be with his uh filipino girlfriend Whoop whoop, um, and but who's real in Manila? But after that, it's just like, man, dude, like, if you're there, you're done. If you're in there, you're done. You're you're. But he didn't want to kill. Uh, what's her name? Delilah. But yeah, he didn't kill Delilah. But he did put her in there. Right. But like, I think uh, yeah. So th- this is exactly going back to like um, how I structure my my if I whether or not I like movies or stories. It's like the whole like the character is he trying to get better. And the whole like Will Bell releasing Will, and like like him thinking about releasing Delilah, like that kind of gives me like that sense of like no he's trying to get better and he just constantly just like unfortunate events around him just constantly kind of force him to like you know make the bad decisions make make well the lesser of the two evils but like their his decisions essentially becomes. You know, killing someone or hurting someone or doing something that's that's bad and so yeah, there's just a lot of forces surrounding joe goldberg 
that just make his situation so bad. Like one of the only things that I found, well, the most unrealistic thing that I found about the show season two was how he was able to transport that entire yeah. glass cage yeah. from New York to LA, assemble it uh-huh. in like a uh, storage uh-huh. uh, garage that was big enough and all like to keep it a secret too. I'm like, aren't there a lot of people involved to like dismantle the thing? And like, also like what happened to like the books in there? All the evidence in New York yeah. is that whole storyline with uh, his pee in the estate, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Peach's estate. Is that like is that, not going to be used? Yeah, I, yeah. There, there's a lot of like holes in this in this story, and like even like the fact that like okay, the the basement of that bookstore in season one, like okay, you can tell that that could be somewhat soundproof. The storage unit, like okay, maybe you see him put like that the little cushion thing but like there's no way that that that's like completely soundproof that someone on the inside of the cage which has holes by by the way so like you can hear people inside and they're screaming off the top of their lungs somehow there has it cannot that that storage unit cannot contain that i know sound, man. every time that he opens the like the door into the storage unit like they weren't like screaming their head off yeah. like, trying to get some attention yeah um yeah but I just wanted to point that out as like I had to suspend my disbelief at that instant, like that instance. Uh, but everything else, I, I really did enjoy. Yeah. Uh, just watching how this psychopath does what he does, I, and like how he gets away with it. It's so like crazy. It's like by the narrowest of margins, he gets away with stuff. Yeah. Like you can see that he's like, love comes into his bedroom and he sees like the telescope that's pointed at like her house. It's like, oh, he's obviously, like, <laughs> spying on me, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, like, oh, were you following me? Did you put tracking software in this phone? Like, he'll stop at nothing. There's no, like, boundary that he won't cross. It's, it's really weird. And, but he always has a way to, like, play it off. Like, dude, I, I, I love that character, that, that part about his character. And, like, <laughs> I like the, the show's decision of even, um, like, they, they're actually explaining what he's thinking. Like, they're, they're playing the voice in his head his inner thoughts and yeah. like sometimes his inner thoughts is like don't do this and then he his actual action is the complete opposite but it's like no that actual action th- that's exactly what people would be thinking like they would think one thing right. but like okay we know we can't that's not the the way to go about this to get out of this situation so my action is different i don't know right. I, they're I just actually totally, portraying yeah. the inner conflict very well yes yeah 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 perfect perfectly said like that's, that's exactly why i like this the the show a lot and um, um I, I ended up liking the character of 40 who is a love's brother the love interest brother a lot but i didn't feel that it was justified in the end for him to do what he does because the whole series were led to believe that he's like this kind of, kind of like a coward kind of a character he just loves his sister but he doesn't really have any like physical strength so in the end for him to be like he has like the gun and he's gonna kill him in their store and he's also like gonna like take it out on his sister too. I thought that was like out of character. Yeah, I, for him. I, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Um, I just don't know how else they would end. <laughs> like, it, there has to be some. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I understand. It could have like, ended that way. They just didn't portray like where he got this strength all of a sudden to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Like, yeah, uh, but otherwise. Yeah, I, I, the trajectory of how it went down, like it, it was a good ending, and how Joe didn't kill him, but it was like a police officer who did, 
and because love is so twisted that she you know went along with like the police officer's uh, assumptions to get you know for her and Joe to be together. Yeah, I thought that was like really demented. But how do you love feel about kill. the last uh, her brother? Yeah, I thought love was going to be the one to kill the brother, and like it's going to be like an ironic kind of thing of like like I thought he, that too. The the person that she's protecting this whole season, like he she's going to be the one to end his life. Oh, very of, poetic. Yeah, and just because of like she's as crazy as Joe of like oh, being okay. that in love with someone to do whatever it takes to be with that someone. And, what that uh, reminds me of that situation, like the loving someone, but you have to kill him. That reminds me of the the book of mice and men, you know, where, where Larry or Lenny, Lenny has to die because uh, he's just dumb and incompetent. But you know, this death is less worse than the next kind. If that uh, makes sense. No, I don't know that book. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, okay. Well, spoilers for of mice and men. <laughs> It's a Steinbeck book, by the way. Um, but yeah, uh, I forget, I don't want to interrupt what you're saying. W- were you were you in the middle of a point? I wanted to ask something else. No, I mean, no, I think I think it's pretty much it. Like, okay, how, how do you feel about the very last like last scene where he and Love have their own house, a kid, and then he goes into the backyard? Da da da. I love it. I love it. I love that part. Like, cause it's like, I, I really. Yeah, because it's like I I don't know. Okay, like they're they're together now, but they're constantly continuing this like uh, this series of unfortunate events because of like of the, I mean ultimately he's just crazy. He's a creep, right? But like, like he's like now this is like a whole new side of Joe. It's like it's it's not about you know love at all. It's just about the chase. It's like yeah. for, no. to leave that at the last like thirty seconds of the show. I thought that was just such a twist. Like, I, I, it doesn't settle well for me. Really? No, I, I love it. Like, I, I think that's a great like lead into like. Now I'm curious. Like, dude, season three is gonna come out next year, and like, I'm just really curious about like how's that gonna play out. Knowing, also knowing that the person that you're with is also crazy, and how is she gonna react? So like, there's others. Oh, there's so many different factors that that you can like look into now going into this and like what happens if that that person that he, his neighbor that he's infatuated now that he has his, his sights set on what if she's as crazy too and it's like dude it's gonna be another bloodbath <laughs> and like i'm just curious to see what happens like that that in itself is fine like i don't disagree it's just how like upon season three coming out i'm going into it looking at joe like, unlike I did in all of season two, like, season three is, like, a new character instead of Joe Goldberg, who we've seen before. It's like, oh, now I know, going to the season that I didn't know before, that this guy's just pure crazy. Because, you but know, he's, can... he's willing to, you know, be inf- infidelitous, have yeah. infidelity towards his, you know, wife and new family. It's, it's like, so, I don't know, it's jarring. Right. But, no, but at the same time, like, it makes sense, though. Because, like, ultimately, like, you think that you know him after just watching him for two seasons. And then now he does this. And you're like, whoa, that's a twist. He was actually more, like, he's just the, the per- he just loves the chase rather, rather than being infatuated with one, with one person. He just loves the chase. And now if you look back, it's like, that, that can still pertain to his whole character. It's like, maybe we've been misunderstanding him this whole time. And so that kind of adds to the, like, the, like, the, 
how why I'm so intrigued about season three and this this mm. this uh, cliffhanger, I guess. This tease. Okay. Do you think uh, was this question answered in the show? Did Joe? I, well, we think he killed his father. Did he kill his mom also? Did he kill his mom? I don't think so. Wait, that was his stepfather, right? Oh. Well, I thought that was his actual dad or his father uh, figure, his only father figure. Yeah, I, I think I think that was a step, right? Oh, okay. I, I, I don't know. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I don't think he killed the mom. Um, Interesting. If he know. did kill the mom or if that's like revealed, then I, I could take that as a justification that he really is just like crazy because he's like complicating his own thoughts. Yeah. No, okay. but he... I I think he has a code. Like as a killer, I think he also has his own code. And I don't think his mom did anything to to warrant him wanting to kill her as well. Like he's not that kind of crazy, you know. Like he's oh, okay. crazy yeah. because he loves the, the 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 chase, and then like he does whatever it takes to do that. But like when it comes to hurting people, like that he cares about, like for example the 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 neighbor is it Paco Paco in season yeah. one. Is, and then yeah. um, uh, Ellie, season two, and even Delilah. Like, those are people he essentially... <laughs> oh, man, that's right. For. I didn't realize that there's always, like, a kid, quote-unquote. Yeah. He's so, trying like, to he, care for. He, he still cares. And th- those people that he cares about, he doesn't... He does, he's he's actually overprotective of them. And I think the same thing with his mom. Like, unless you oh. get in the way of, the, of like, of, uh, of a love, his love, then, then, you're, then you're in danger. But other than that, like... Yeah, I I thought the cop was gonna die. Um, Delilah's like cop friend. Yeah, um, I thought I thought he was also. I thought, I thought forty he was would like. Honor. <laughs> I thought, I thought was, forty like, and I... him would have like a showdown actually. Before I, I, for... I saw it, I knew forty was gonna be a goner from the beginning because I'm like, dude, he's gonna be in the way. Like he's over... through season two. He Joe even mentioned like, you're you know you're living too much. You're dependent too much on your brother or something or like you're. You're taking care of him too much, and like I th- yeah, I thought I thought Forty was a goner from the beginning. Yeah, dude, I, I hated Forty after the the drugging part when he does it to Joe. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, you're so stupid. Now yeah, I'm that's... confused about watching this show. It's like, why do you have to do that? But <laughs> in the end, I, I came around to like like Forty because he's looking out for his sister, and he's not a killer. He didn't black out and kill that girl. Um, yeah. Did you so? Did you think that like okay, go, going into the, the last ep- couple of episodes, um, after you we found like Delilah, Joe found Delilah dead, and he he suspects like okay, I, um, uh, forty drugged me, and I'm missing this chunk of time last night. Like, I I know I kind of went to the storage unit, but did I kill Delilah? And then he kind of has that inner conflict of like, no, but I care for her. Like, I wouldn't have done that. Like, did you think that? he killed her like joe killed delilah or do you think it was someone else did you know right off the bat that it was going to be love by that point or what What was your thoughts what were your thoughts um i predicted before those scenes that love was actually going to be crazy i didn't know how they were going to portray it but really? i forgot about that that prediction by this time so i thought i was convinced because of the way they portray in the show i thought joe did it mm, yeah yeah i Honestly, I thought it was going to be some reverse psychology of like um, people thinking like, okay, 
it's obvious Joe did it, but then now he's questioning it. Then they're kind of like trying to steer, you know, the him away from like maybe he didn't do it, but that kind of makes me believe that maybe he did do it. So that's why I thought like I was getting so, super confused with that one. And then finally, when he showed love, and love like ran out, and then Candace went after her, I was like something feels fishy here, and then I feel like it's gonna be love, and it was. I know, and then the way that Love was dispatched also, uh, I mean, sorry, not Love, uh, Candace, like, she was built up to be, like, the pro-antagonist of this se- season, but then, yeah. you know, she killed her, she's on the ground, we never see her again, like, there's no, like, goodbye from Joe, there's no finality to it at all. First of all, if you're, if you're a Candace, um, why the hell are you trying to find your way back into Joe's life? Like you had yeah. a second chance. You had a second chance to go, and you're trying to get revenge on this guy by infiltrating the same family that he's infiltrating. And at the same time, it's not like she was over the pain of Joe. And like you know, even like that time where like Joe would hug her, like she would have all these flashbacks of like being like how he used to touch her and all that stuff. And like like so, she's not completely over the situation. So he, she doesn't have a hold on it. And why would you? expose yourself back to him it just it doesn't make sense and but did you believe that she actually liked 40 no she definitely didn't i knew that she didn't it was all in a ruse to get to joe but i also just like to further your points like what leverage does she think she have over joe exactly he's a killer she isn't there's no evidence the police don't believe her there's nothing in the police records to like confirm her story like she's just going into the into the lion's den, like, yeah, with no weapons. Like, she's doing this with confidence. I'm like, why are you so confident? You're going to die. And then in the end, that's what happened to her. On top of that, like, mid-season, she got exposed. Like, so, like, Love love figured out, like, like she, Candace had to tell Love everything about, like, oh, yeah, we're actually, th- these are our names. And then Love was like, okay, great. Shoot, just get out of here, right? And so, like, that was her her third chance to just, like, get out, start a new life. Like, you, you tried to to get back at Joe. Yeah, that and then she stayed in out. L.A. Yeah, right? what the hell? Candace. And Candace was a good character, too. Like, I liked her as a person, but uh, I don't know. But see, like, I'm, the fact that I'm getting riled up about these things emotionally <laughs> kind of points to, like, the, how, how much I like the show. I, I really like the first two seasons. I feel like season three might go down a little bit. But I think I still I'm still gonna appreciate season one and two for what they are. Okay, yeah, that's 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 agreed. Like I would recommend you to other people. Um, so hot coffee, hot coffee from the two of us on you season coffee, yeah. two. All right, what, excited for the, season three. What's your rating for for both seasons? Um, all together, just the you the series right now. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna give this a, a strong one. I'm gonna give this a Marvin style rating. I'm gonna give this like a nine point three. Oh yeah. Uh huh. I'm gonna give this like a two out of ten, um, <laughs> just because uh, <laughs> I loved it so much. I didn't have any critiques that I didn't like it. So. No, for everybody out there who's very confused, uh, <laughs> me and Michael, we get on Marvin's case because he rips. A, mo- a movie or, or whatever, like a TV show or a movie, he rips it to shreds with like so many critiques, <laughs> and he gives it the highest score. So he's Marvin's trying to pull one over me. He's trying to not critique it, 
but he's gonna give it a low score. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, I'm gonna give this a nine. I, I like it. I, oh. I, I definitely recommend it. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. For once, I have a higher rating than you. I know, right? I know. Cool. All right. Well, hot coffees, and then you know, if you're listening to this, I don't know. If you listen to that, then obviously you avoided our spoiler warning, but. I guess we're telling you to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or uh, I promote you, or I validate, if you do like the show, I validate it, and I hope that you help us promote the show, because the show is, I feel like people should watch the show, uh, okay. if they haven't already. Now that we've seen it, we can tell you that you are right, and that you like the show. Mm-hmm. So, next... <laughs> Um, we wanted to also, I also wanted to ask, what are some titles, uh, that we can now watch with the free time that we now have? And if you still need like a moment to get your thoughts going, I wanted to, I I made a little list of these TV shows that I, I will watch during this, you know, quote unquote break. I want to watch Chernobyl on HBO. I want to watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine because I haven't yet, but I know so many people have told me that this is exactly my humor. And I want to watch Fargo because, you know, that Chris Rock season is coming up. Yeah, I mean, for I've no, I've never watched Chernobyl. Um, I haven't watched Fargo, but I do watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Actually, my wife and I, we we um, started rewatching, not rewatching, we, we started continuing to watch it uh, just a couple of days ago. Um, just because it's we we we're only like a couple of episodes behind, so we started rewatching it. But I love that show; it's so funny. Andy Samberg, amazing. Um, but uh, for me, um, I'm catching up a lot on the the CW shows that I haven't caught up with, and mainly just because like I'm also trying to play more video games. That's something that I'm trying to <laughs> quote unquote uh, catch up with because now there's a little bit more time. To save, uh, that's just something TV, hilarious so. to hear it's like you know yeah. people that go oh man now they have this free time I, i'm gonna finally do what i've always wanted to do you, usually like people go like i'm gonna like travel the world obviously that's not the case <laughs> so but we do instead <laughs> like oh, video games i've yeah. been putting this yeah, off I mean, a little too much yeah i haven't been able to play video games in a while so like now i finally got the the new mlb game and like because we're also deprived of sports um, I'm like, yeah, I want to play it. And so while I'm playing it, I'm, I have like uh, Supergirl or like Flash or uh, Legends of Tomorrow, the CW shows that I haven't been caught up with um, just playing on the side of my iPad. So right now, those are the shows that I'm, I'm slowly keeping up with. Uh, other than that, like after, after, um, all, you know, like dinner or whatever, like my wife is done with, with her work, then we can, then we start watching you, um, and now we're caught caught up with that, so now we're trying to catch up with Brooklyn. So, okay, yeah, so there's, so there's your number one priority are the CW shows, uh, mainly because they're like the less, like I can focus on them less. But like oh. the ones I I'm trying to focus on, I think eventually I'm gonna I want to start watching Witcher on oh, Netflix. Yeah, um, yeah, and um, I like it. Also, I give it a favorable also, rating. There's also one more. Um, Love is Blind. Um, oh, my it, gosh. You and show. your trash TV. <laughs> what, what do you mean? That's on Netflix. I know. You call it trash. trash? 
<laughs> trash. People are in pods. They can't see each other. And they go, I like you for your personality. And then they go, okay. And then they, like, reveal what they look like. And then they have to get married and something like that. It's, like, dumb. So, it's reality, dude. It's love. How many, all how many successful couples has the show The Bachelor actually made? Like, they're still married to this day. Is the answer zero? Um, one? No, dude. It's it's negative one. It's it's there. It's up there. <laughs> oh my. Okay, <laughs> you you guess how many? And I'm gonna actually look it up. How many bachelor no, it's, it's, uh, couples still married? It's only it's, <laughs> it's it's still about it's under ten for sure. Um, married, I think it's only like three. Uh-huh. Um, okay, three it's, or four. It's tough. Three or four to only say. married. Uh, but there are a lot of different contestants that end up um, dating other contestants from other seasons and whatnot, and they they just have the, their own little network. Wow! If you guys, the listeners, if you guys don't know, I guilty pleasure of mine is watching the Bachelor franchise. My my wife got me into it, and now I'm more into it than she is. So suck on that. But um, let's see. Uh, Dang, I, I looked up more. the Bachelor couples that are still together. The first photo that came up, there's no names, but they're they're super hot. Both the guy and the girl are super hot. But it's not enough to make me watch the show. No, it's... I mean, I, I think it's a... There's a big fan base for Bachelor, though. There's a huge fan base. Um, let's see. What, what, there's another show that I wanted to watch. Man. There's a couple of like Disney Disney shorts on uh, on Disney Plus that I wanted to watch, just like you know every now and then watch that. Um, oh my god, there was this one. There's one. There's you one show it. that I, wa- I wanted to watch, but I, I think you, I. Altered think Carbon. You uh, yeah, there's that one too. Oh. Oh, man, there's one. I, I was but, hoping I, I would mean, just shoot go, in the I'll dark probably, and get it. It'll probably come to me right after we hang up from this pod, but okay. regardless, there's a lot of shows that I want to watch. Yeah, so about, it seems about, like we have our work cut out for us. a lot of hours to put into this uh, into these screens. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of content though, for real. Like this is like this is. I mean, obviously you don't want to be locked down, shelter in place, um, but if we were to, if this were to happen, like this age in our in technology like makes it easy now we can facetime with people like social distancing shouldn't be a problem unless you really want to be like physical and like see people face to face and like shake their hands like like (laughs) now we have the technology to like i I heard you can even like stream netflix yeah I heard you can even stream Netflix and chat on the side now. I'm not sure if that's real. Uh, no, it's it's true. I don't know about the chatting part, but there's a feature that Netflix has introduced called Netflix Party where you can sync your Netflix accounts together and you can watch the same see? thing at the same time. What the hell is that? Like, see, like, just the fact that you can do that now, like, it just makes it super easy and convenient for us to just be <laughs> Like, so, that as feature... An intro, as a, that feature was actually a like a plug-in intro. on Google Chrome, but now it's just a, a regular part of Netflix. Yeah, see, see, and, and as a as a fellow introvert, I love this. <laughs> like, this is a, this is great. What an era! What a time to be alive <laughs> in this time of virus spreading. Yay! However, it, it does suck not to be without sports, though. Ah, yeah, that that's a really bummer. Well, I'm I'm sad that the movie theaters closed down 
Because that's my thing. Uh, well, I mean, move like that's only one aspect. There's still so much content that you can that's still good as good as a movie, in my opinion. Such as, yeah, like these Netflix shows. Sometimes, like they're very detailed and high end. How about this? How about are there any other shows that you would rewatch during this time? Uh, of the shows that I, I will really watch, rewatch. Rewatch. Oh, um, <laughs> there are my go tos. Uh, I'm trying to think of one that's a little more obscure that I've only seen like once. Um, you should watch Friends, by the way. It's not a rewatch, but you should watch. <laughs> I know. Famously, Michael and I are not big Friends people. Um, man, something that I would rewatch a show. I feel like I rewatch shows too much. It's like Stranger Things. I have to take off the board. Maybe Breaking Bad. I've only seen that one time through in, in its entirety. Um, Game of Thrones. Uh, you rewatch Game of Thrones? No, because oh. even though there's so long, many right? good seasons, the last seasons like just destroy the whole thing for me. It's weird. Um, what about Daredevil? Oh, yeah. I would watch Daredevil. I haven't seen season three more than once. I'll watch that one again more for sure. Once. Yeah, see, I don't get how people can do that. I don't really like to rewatch things uh, unless it's like super, super like rewatchable and or and or something I can just put on the side, like something that I can just thing. Besides Marvel movies, don't get me wrong, but like I, I don't think I've rewatched any of the the Marvel Netflix. I don't think I've rewatched uh, Shield. Yeah, because uh, there's if I have time, like I always want to like watch something new. Oh, actually, that's um, something that I'll watch during this break. Uh, Shield season, like, f- four, five, six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was season five. Where the Ghost really, Rider is? really, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Like, that season as a whole. I'm, like, one like season perfect. away. Yeah. So, I, I, I really like that season. After that, it was, like, eh. <laughs> All right. Well, I have some <laughs> recommendations uh, that list sure. that I generated, and now I can add Shield to that. So I, I'm I'm set. I'm set. I think I have enough content to last me to the next podcast at least. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I think that's all we had to talk about today, Marvin. Unless uh, there's something else you wanted to add. No, I think I think that's about it. Um, I mean, again, please stay safe, everyone. Wash um, your hands. Uh, Don't go out too yeah, much. And uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, hopefully we can pump out more content for you while we're on this lockdown since we have a little bit more time to do that anyways. Yeah. So all you listeners out there, we're, the Nitro Nerd Brew is going to keep on chugging along. going to keep making these episodes for you week after week if we can. Uh, just, you know, uh, which technical difficulties uh, permitting. But yeah, we're here for you. Yep. So sure. with that, this episode has been brewed. Has been brewed. <laughs> I was like, is there an echo here? All right. Anyway, <laughs> since this podcast has been brewed, I've been your host, Wes. And I'm Marvin. Enjoy your weekend, everyone, from your brew crew. Peace. Peace.